You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. And by the way, I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if you knew this. It's a Birthing Persons Day weekend. Yeah, that's what it is. It's Birthing Persons Day weekend. Or if you're Joy Reid, uh, what do they call it? Uh, I think they're calling you uh, Pregnancy Slave Weekend, you know, because, you know, you got to be forced to have a, a baby if you have to, you know, drive across state lines to get an abortion. So anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, glad to have you guys here. We've got uh, much to get to. Uh, the number is 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. I've been working in uh, broadcasting for a number of years. And uh, one of the things that you do when you're in broadcasting is you have to give people what they want. You have to uh, figure out a formula, whatever that is, you know, to get uh, to get listeners, to get viewers and whatnot. I, I uh, guess my formula would be that I try to come in every day with a, a unique take on everything and, and some humor. So that's that's what I do. That's what I, I do a TV show and I, and I bring the same thing to TV. And then there are these big old networks, these gigantic networks like a CNN that's been, I mean, mega turbo, gigantic amounts of money on uh, consultants and everything. They bring you in, they tell the news anchors, well, it's maybe not the, the makeup you're using. Or, you know, I think maybe that the, the, uh, the guy there who's the main anchor is a little too old, you know, or whatever. And it's kind of weird because CNN has fired, uh, let's see, uh, Chris Cuomo for poor ratings. And he also was, you know, kind of a, well, there are, there are a number of reasons. He was buddy buddies with his, uh, with his brother when he was the governor and, you know, uh, favorable coverage there. And then Don Lemon, Don Lemon was the dude, you know, he had that show. It was called uh, Lemon Squeeze or whatever the heck it was at night. And then it was, uh, the ratings were so terrible that they moved him to mornings and they tried to put him in mornings and nothing there. And, and then they, uh, what else they do? Oh, they got rid of Brian Stelter because Brian Stelter's show was terrible and uh, he didn't have any ratings and all of that. And so CNN has been kind of swimming upstream, kind of figure out what the hell, what do we do? What do we do to get numbers like we used to have, even though, you know, we are on every airport in the world and, and we really literally have the ability to force viewership on our, on our viewers. We can't figure it out. Gosh darn it, we can't figure it out. So what happens? They, uh, the other night, decide to put a town hall on it. <laughs> they, they put a town hall on with the person they hate the most, with, with Donald Trump on CNN after firing so many people, after not being able to figure out how to get Anderson Cooper's ratings out of the toilet. And, and they put on Donald Trump, the most hated person, the most maligned person on the network, somebody the network the last you know five, six years has devoted 99% negative coverage, including two impeachments, uh, all sorts of the Russia collusion hoax and all of that. And the night that they finally put Donald Trump on, he gets five times their normal ratings and that my friends is why cnn is going bananas with regard to donald trump's appearance on cnn they are beside themselves they are out of their minds that's why cnn the other night after they did their little after the uh, the, the cnn town hall which was really a debate between uh, well, somebody, I guess it sounded kind of like she just graduated from college, and uh, and Donald Trump. So they after that they immediately go to this panel, and uh, Byron Donalds is on there, and Byron Donalds makes mincemeat of all the all the Democrats on the panel. So the next morning they decide to do a little town hall with about eight different people, and uh, and all of these people, oddly enough, the night before at the town hall, most of the people there, the two standing ovations for Donald Trump, uh, you know, great positivity, five or three million viewers, five times what they normally get. 
it. And the next morning, they assemble a panel, supposedly, of eight people, and none of them like Donald Trump's performance. <laughs> it, is, it is remarkable. CNN is in an existential threat, trying to get ratings, trying everything, firing people, moving things around, putting uh, you know a, a pain-in-the-arse guy in mornings with two women where he makes fun of women, and, and they can't figure it out. And the, and the one thing that has got them all confounded is they finally put on the most evil person ever, Donald Trump, and they literally cut his appearance short because the ratings were so good. His ratings were so good, they're like, we've got to get the hell out of this segment, so let's cut it 15 minutes early and, uh, and let Poppy Harlow or Tappy McGee or whatever the hell her name was uh, hosted it uh, and let her do, try to say one more thing. Oh, yeah, will you, uh, will you agree that you will, uh, you know, if you lose the election, that you'll accept the election results? And, and uh, Donald Trump says, sure, if it's a fair election, will you do it? Do it? Oh, yeah, sure, if it's a fair will you do it? And then just signs right off. Bye-bye. See you later. Good night, everybody. Standing ovation for Donald Trump. It's got to be maddening. Doesn't it have to be maddening that you've devoted seven years of your broadcast every single day to 97 or 99% negative stories about Donald Trump, and you try everything in the world to get more viewers, and the only thing that pulls your sorry ass out of the ratings basement is Donald Trump's appearance on CNN. Wow. Just Wow. It's it's so glorious, and nobody's talking about this today. Nobody. All they're doing is they're playing a lot of audio with the CNN anchors going bananas, and we got some of that. But the fact is, the thing that they cannot change is that Donald Trump is so wildly popular that it even brought people to watch CNN, the highest ratings they've had in years. I just think it's glorious. And now, unlike any other thing, if they had any other rating success at all, they would immediately be celebrating. They would immediately in the high, and they'd be opening champagne. My God, we finally cracked it. We finally won. We beat Fox. Oh, my God. But they're just being driven completely bananas. It's the same pathos that happened at, at Netflix. You've got uh, uh, this uh, stand-up comedian, Dave Chappelle. He had, a, he had a show called Sticks and Stones on. And, uh, and uh, all of the people at uh, Netflix were all uh, ticked off because they got that LGBTQRSTUV uh, uh, lobby there. They're bullies. And, and they, they we're going to march out. We're going to march out. We're going to go. And, and Netflix said, okay, well, uh, pound sand. See you later. We're keeping Dave Chappelle. And here we are with, uh, with, with uh, Donald Trump on CNN delivers the best ratings CNN has had forever. And all they can do is say, what a mistake it was to have him on. We should have never had him on. We apologize. Literally, Anderson Cooper became everybody's mom. I guess he's identifying as everybody's mom. And, and, he, uh, and he did a little speech we'll get to later in the show where he gets on and he talks about how we don't blame you for ever watching us again. But, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's just, it is remarkable. I have never seen a network so just butthurt over great ratings. <laughs> Most people will be like, oh, my God, well, we got to get some more Trump on there. we got to get more Trump on there. These are the best ratings we've ever had. We could put a, you know, Anderson Cooper in a dress, and he wouldn't get the ratings that, uh, that Donald Trump did. We need more Trump. But what are they doing? They're saying, now we're going to do the opposite. We, we can't have more Trump. There's too many people who like Trump. <laughs> it is just, it's glorious. It is just, uh, it's absolutely uh, hilarious to see them just twist it up. 
just twist it up, just their heads exploding, the views going crazy. Every liberal outlet is going crazy about what a horrible mistake it was to have Donald Trump on CNN and get the best rating CNN has had in years. It is, uh, <laughs> it is you know, and, and the thing is, you're, you're not going to make people hate him. I mean, CNN has had seven years, literally seven years to try to convince you that Donald Trump is the worst human being on the face of the planet. Seven years of negative coverage, seven years of two impeachment hoaxes, seven years of uh, lying about Russia collusion. Uh, uh, you know, the, the 2020 election, January the 6th, uh, another fake impeachment after he left office, a raid on Mar-a-Lago, all of that stuff. And lo and behold, CNN <clears throat> comes up with a night where they invite Donald Trump on a town hall and they have the best ratings ever. Now, that should give you an idea uh, of where the mindset of the American people uh, is right now. Uh, that uh, CNN could deliver such a uh, uh, seven years of hatred, and then ultimately, after all of that effort to make people hate Donald Trump, he brings the most viewers they've had in years. I just think it's remarkable. And there's this new, uh, this new poll out <clears throat> about who you trust in media. I thought this was kind of interesting. Because in this year, the media uh, landscape has changed greatly. All right? Uh, in this year, uh, Newsmax was taken off of DirecTV, then came back to DirecTV right in time for Fox to get rid of Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's, uh, uh, Fox's ratings have declined by about 50%, even Hannity. Hannity's ratings, he's down below 2 million. Uh, well below 2 million people. And you know why? Because people don't trust Fox News. Because the last bastion of trust on Fox News was Tucker Carlson. <clears throat> so what are people doing? They're finding out their alternatives. 29% of U.S. adults described Newsmax as trustworthy or very trustworthy. Now, what do we have to do as Newsmax? We've got to prove ourselves every night. And, and Newsmax does, by the way, quite well. Quite well. Uh, to people do still, oddly enough, uh, trust uh, CNN, to some degree Fox, MSNBC. But Newsmax overall is uh, trustworthy, very trustworthy. Newsmax achieved a seven, uh, plus seven net trust percentage, placing it above uh, CNN plus six, MSNBC plus five, and Fox minus three. Minus three. It's crazy. And uh, Chris Ruddy, who is the, uh, the CEO of our company, said considering Newsmax reaches 20 million less cable homes than Fox or CNN, we're making major positive impact with the public. And you know why? Because people are looking for some truth. All right, people are looking for truth to power. People are looking to someone to say what's happening at the border is wrong. We're looking for someone to say the obvious, my God, our president is compromised. His family is compromised. He's been crooked his entire life. And now we have bank records that show the Biden family got millions and millions of dollars from other countries, including our enemies, without having any business other than Joe Biden being in power. That people are looking for truth about what's happening in New York City. People are looking for truth with what's happening in Chicago. And every time you don't deliver that truth, what happens? All your ratings go back to crap, like CNN did after Donald Trump signed off the other night. It went to crap. But for a brief moment, the best ratings, and you should celebrate this, and you could, if somebody says to you, well, Donald Trump was on CNN the other night, and he's a white supremacist, rapist, you know, whatever, just say, you know what, okay, whatever you want, but uh, best ratings CNN has had ever, five times what they normally have, Donald Trump on there. So you kind of explain it, okay? Uh, you try to explain it.
and and as uh, as uh, uh, you know, Anderson Cooper literally trying to become America's mom, uh, literally telling all the crybabies who still were there watching CNN after Donald Trump beat everybody on the ratings. He's there to explain why you shouldn't listen and you shouldn't have watched it because everything he said was a lie. <laughs> it is it's remarkable. They need to correct it. They need to come on and say, I know you tuned in and you watched the entire thing and we had the best ratings ever, but here's why that was bad. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just spectacular. All right, so we've got uh, a lot of stuff on this, uh, what's happening with the border, including last night on Newsmax, Rob Schmidt, Chip Roy, uh, whoa. I mean, he got medieval on Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, And so we've got a lot of details on that. We've got a lot of details on uh, uh, corruption of the Biden administration, Joe Biden and his family, what's going on with the FBI probe, what's going on with this intel letter to to, uh, uh, the FBI used to distract from the real Hunter Biden laptop story that they said was Russian disinformation, all of that, and your phone calls as well. Here's the number. It is 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. America is still the land of opportunity for all. If we all come together for her, it's The Rob Carson Show. Obama. Joe Biden did ignore a subpoena to get those documents back like Joe you Biden did. And took so that's 1,850 the question. But that's the question that investigators have, I think, is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, you know what? <clears throat> we watched this, uh, this uh, town hall the other night, and if, if, uh, jo- if Donald Trump was as bad as CNN paints him, and as CNN has painted them the last seven years, why did more people watch that town hall than any other show in recent years on CNN? Why did they have five times their average viewership? I don't know. I'm just saying. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Here's some of the reaction to Donald Trump's appearance where the, the left is going in and the reason why they're going insane is because they see their doom. You're, you're, you're misinformation. No, no, no. They see their doom. They see that he still resonates. They see that he is popular, more popular than all of the negatives they could spew every night. It sucks to be you right now, CNN. It sucks to be Fox too. And the reason being is they would rather have their petty leftist politics. Uh, and their little cabal of leftists, their little faculty lounge, then actually give their audience something they like. I just don't really understand why they didn't just cut him off. But what I didn't know was that the audience would be filled with his cult. <laughs> I would like to know if CNN was passing out Kool-Aid before the event started. Well, you'd have to pass it out to about three million people. I think it was a profoundly irresponsible decision. There is no (laughs) sense in fact-checking or replaying the highlights. I'm sure you're going to have more uh, fact-checks for us because there were more lies than I could count. I think we needed a Chiron. This is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie. Wow, they are really, really hurt about it, right? I mean, the the highest viewership in, in years, five times the normal. And they don't even want to see highlights. They don't want to share any highlights. They want to get rid of that as soon as possible. They want to get rid of the the footage. They want to get rid of the hour. They want to forget it ever happened. You know why? Because people liked it. People thought it was good. Here's Anderson Cooper being everybody's mom, trying to explain to all the kids in the CNN classroom, uh, you know, what a horrible thing it was they did to have Donald Trump on. But everything's going to be just fine. Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. 
Many of you are upset that someone who attempted to destroy our democracy was invited to sit on a stage in front of a crowd of Republican voters to answer. What about the guy who's currently trying to do it? Questions and predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. And I get it. No, 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 no. He was just actually saying uh, all of the things that uh, most of us have said that the government told us was misinformation and disinformation. That's it. You spewed it. You said exactly what the state wanted. You said exactly what the FBI said, the DHS said, what social media said. You took your marching orders. You did it. And the other night, Donald Trump came on. And, and, and if it was me, I'd, I'd have said the same damn thing. I would have said, uh, yeah, you know, I feel this and I feel that. And, you know, I'd pardon some of the Jan 6. And I got to tell you, I'm glad that Roe v. Wade went away. I think we could get rid of the uh, war and stop the killing over in Ukraine. And, and I think, you know what, if, if we have to, let's default on it because sooner or later we're going to. And, and CNN can't stand it. It was disturbing. It was disturbing to see and hear that person refer to a black law enforcement officer as a thug. Anybody who murders somebody at point blank range is the thug. He used many times to describe black men. No. And called Caitlin Collins, the moderator, nasty, which is what he calls well, anyone. Because she was acting like him. a nasty it was person. Disturbing to hear him speak so highly of QAnon. He's telling you what you need to think about it now. Conspirators and insurrectionists who assaulted police officers in our democracy on January 6th. And it was awful to hear him spread ridiculous lies about the election. It is um, remarkable that uh, Trump set a fire the other night on national television. And uh, CNN now has to explain why that was bad. And they have to try to put it out. Uh, you can say all you want about it. You can sit here and you can listen to people screaming at you. But the fact of the matter is CNN had its most successful night of programming in years by just inviting Donald Trump on. He beat everybody, all of the haters. He killed it. Uh, they scored 3.12 million viewers, 703,000 in the 2554 demo. That's five times higher than CNN's typical uh, performance. Oh, and it's not starting there, by the way. It's not ending there. You know what else? That isn't even including streaming. So it could be a whole lot more. <laughs> it could be a whole lot more. It is, uh, it is remarkable. I wanted to start off the show because I think you need to know. I think you need to know that, uh, that that's what's going on. In case you're wondering, all of the caterwauling, all of the screeching, all of the this and that, Joe Scarborough going insane, uh, although he was already well on his way. The reason being is they see that Donald Trump got five times the rating despite all of the hate that they've spewed, all of the conspiracy theories about Russian collusion. Uh, they ignored Hunter Biden's laptop dutifully, just like the FBI told them to do. Uh, they have ignored Joe Biden's uh, family business and the millions of dollars rolling into the Biden family. They ignored Hunter Biden being on Burisma and Joe Biden telling the prosecutor in Ukraine, forget the investigation into my son and Burisma or you're going to lose a billion dollars. They ignored all of that stuff, all of that stuff dutifully. And then they decide to invite Orange Man Bad on. The other night, they set him up with uh, this uh, party apparatchik who was just going to sit there and just bark talking points at him. Yeah, I use the word purposely. She's a little puppy. Uh, bark talking points at him say things that he wasn't going to agree to, speak their truth, try to get him to say it. He didn't, and he killed him in the ratings. Coming up, what's going on at the southern border? Time to fight back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Some big news. 
Former President Trump is urging you to get a copy of David Horowitz's new book. It's called The Final Battle. It's a number one bestseller. The Final Battle reveals a secret plan led by leftists and a new woke generation who want to destroy America, and we know it. Horowitz says they're in schools, our churches, even our military. The Final Battle explains how Joe Biden and the big media want to stop Trump and DeSantis before 2024. Horowitz even names the names of secret players behind it all. Newsmax calls Final Battle the book of the year. I've got a copy of it in my office. Mike Huckabee says he couldn't stop reading it. Get Final Battle in bookstores and check out the free offer and save $28. Just call 800-NEWSMAX, that's 800-NEWSMAX, or go to FinalBattle611.com to get your free copy today. To all the American haters and anthem kneelers. I think it's misguided to protest the anthem and the flag. Yeah, we're done with you. It's the Rob Carson Show. And it's Friday. And CNN, seven years of negative stories about Donald Trump. The night they finally put him on a town hall, he has the best ratings that CNN has had in years. And now CNN is explaining why that is bad and why what you saw was all a bunch of lies. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's hilarious. It's absolutely glorious. But let's move south, shall we? South of the border, that is. Jim Gossett, ladies and gentlemen. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, Title 42's not around anymore. They could have uh, continued it, but they didn't. Sleepy Joe Biden, he let it expire. The Democrats opened our southern back door. It's time for a revolution, don't you think? Don't seem to care if Americans suffer. Don't seem to care they are causing a mess. These are abuses and usurpations. Thought you should know. Where is Kamala in all of this chaos? Lying to us and avoiding the press. Do you plan to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> Each night we see more and more of them crossing. Numbers increasing all of the time. Bumbling Joe Biden, he's happy to do it, happy to raise our percentage of crime. I'm going to do some of that, too. And you know, the, the thing that a lot of people don't realize with regard to uh, all of this, uh, all of this uh, illegal uh, immigration and whatnot is that uh, have you ever, been, uh, you ever been hit in an accident? Have you ever been injured in an accident uh, by an illegal have you? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, and I, I don't want to cast aspersions on all of the uh, you know people who want to work in this country, but there are a good share of them who come here who don't have driver's license, don't have car insurance, and when they get into car accidents, you're going to be screwed. Yeah, and now you should know that. And and you know, for instance, I don't know if one of them decides to uh, you know rape your wife or something, uh, and they're not on the DNA database, and they've never been arrested in America before. They just disappear into the ether. Hey, there you go. Bye, 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 bye. Yeah, these are abuses and usurpations. These are the things that uh, the government is supposed to do. The government is supposed to give us a sovereign border. Our government doesn't give a rat's behind about the people of our country. I mean, they care a few of them. They they care about their <clears throat> their oligarchy, their uh, their friends in high places. You know, the people that they uh, they give your money to. 
in uh, in big pharma and in unions and whatnot, and then of course the unions pay back the Democrats and get them reelected again by spending uh, nearly exclusively all of uh, all of their dues on uh, Democrat politicians, and then that's just that's just the way it is right now. And then we see things like I don't know uh, East Palestine, Ohio, that's gone now. Nobody cares about that. You know, just a bunch of people who had a uh, a train car, a whole bunch of train cars, uh, actually blown up. Uh, it was a mistake releasing toxic chemicals to the point where they had to actually aerate the water in local creeks. Uh, and then uh, the story's gone. Nobody cares. Where, where was the federal money to them? Where was the visit from Joe Biden? Oh, Pete Buttigieg, he showed up about a, a couple weeks late. And we haven't seen much of Pete Buttigieg lately. And the reason being is he's doing a terrible job and they're trying to keep his powder dry because they might need him to run. And they don't want to damage his image anymore by exposing what a terrible job he's doing, by the way. Let alone our DHS secretary, who should be gone. He has got to be removed from office. He has to be impeached. What he has presided over, not only this, but also the creation of a disinformation bureau in the DHS weaponized against the American people. He needs to be impeached. It's time for Republicans to get off their butts and stop fighting uh, with Marcus of Queensboro rules in uh, Queensbury, I should say, rules in an MMA ring. And you know what? It's time they also went after the President of the United States for doing this. I mean, honestly, how long did it take for Donald Trump to get impeached for nothing, for a phone call weeks into his presidency? It's time to take the damn gloves off. And I'm going to tell you, we've reached a, a boiling point. We've reached a boiling point across party lines in this country about the direction of the country. We know that 72% of the American people think that the country's going in the wrong direction. I would venture to say that's all because of the man in the White House and the policies of the left. That's it. You can't blame it on Republicans. You can't blame this border on Republicans as much as you may. And guess what? Nobody's buying it when you do. Nobody is buying it. Maybe a few CNN viewers or MSNBC sycophants. But nobody believes the federal government. People know that this is intentional. And people know that people are being hurt by it. And yet we still have people in Washington, D.C. who are trying to uh, tell you what is uh, right is wrong, that the sky is green, like House Democrat leader uh, Jeffries saying that there is a, a fictional argument. Republicans are using a fictional argument about what's happening at the border. As is often the case with my extreme MAGA Republican colleagues. There you go, doing the extreme MAGA Republicans because they want to... You know. Okay, remember the other night people were talking about that the Democrats, even even Ben Shapiro said, Democrats want Donald Trump to be the president. That's why they did the uh, the town hall the other night. Um, you're high if you believe that. Why are they calling everything the Republicans do right now MAGA Republican stuff? Because the person they're most afraid of is Donald Trump. That's why <clears throat> they're deriding their own network programming choice, 
where they had the highest ratings they've had in years, five times the normal number of people watching CNN. When the evil Donald Trump was on, the guy who for the last seven years they've derided, they've they parroted false claims as truth and never apologized when the truth came out. And then when they decide to invite the guy, this should be they should be able to crush him like a grape. All of the lies and the malfeasance, it should be easy to take this guy down. And what happened? Their little anchorette got curb stomped, and their viewership was the highest they've had in years. Here's back to uh, Hakeem Jeffries telling us that the sky is green. They create a fictional argument around what's happening at the border, and then actually do nothing to solve the real problem. This is a classic passive-aggressive, uh, create a mess and then rub your face in it. And that's what the Democrats do. It's like what they used to do to dogs. Bad dog owners would just, uh, uh, if their dog made a mess, they'd rub their nose in the dog's mess and, uh, and think that was going to help. And it didn't. The dogs don't understand it. But that's what Democrats do. They, they, make, they make a mess and rub your face in it. But we're not buying it anymore. Here, we are not buying it anymore. This is uh, last night. Chip Roy came on uh, Rob Schmidt's show, by the way. And, uh, and Rob Schmidt is, uh, I just think he has right now, and there's a lot of great programming on Newsmax right now. <clears throat> Chris Plant's new show is great. Uh, uh, also, Greta Van Suster and uh, Chris Salcedo was on his show yesterday. But I, I got to tell you, uh, I watch all of them. I really like Rob Schmidt's style. I like what he does. Uh, it is, I would venture to say, uh, as far as if you're looking for an alternative to uh, Tucker, Newsmax certainly. Uh, Schmidt, though, uh, I just have a, I, I, I enjoy what he does. But this is uh, Chip Roy last night on Rob Schmidt's show, and Chip Roy is done. And this is how America feels about what's happening at the southern border. And, and no matter what Hakeem Jeffries says and all of these people who are telling you that the sky is green, uh, nobody's believing it, this is what America thinks of what's happening at the border. He's a liar. That sanctimonious son of yeah. He's talking about how uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, who by the way once again lied yesterday. That sanctimonious son of a bitch is welcome to come down to Texas, talk to all of the moms who have lost their children to fentanyl, all of the people and the families who have lost in the school district in which I live in Hayes County and southwest of Austin. Talk to those parents who have lost their kids, the 72,000 Americans who have died from fentanyl poisonings. How about the 856 migrants who have died along the border? And that guy comes up and he has the audacity to do this when he lied about Border Patrol agents and he just casually dismisses that lie? Look, that guy doesn't know what he's walking into, but Texas is going to start dealing with this. We passed a law here out of Congress, which is the best security bill that we've ever passed, but I'm not sure I give a crap. Texas needs to stand up and fight this. I'm calling on the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the legislature in Texas to do their damn job to actually defend the state of Texas and follow what we did in the House of Representatives and Republicans to pass a strong border security bill here. They did pass a uh, border security bill. It uh, most probably will not take it past the Senate because the Democrat Party doesn't give a rat's behind about you and me and the border. All they want to do is wreck things. And you know, I would say something like, well, keep sending uh, you know, illegals to, uh, to these sanctuary cities, and I agree with that. Overrun them, destroy them, wreck, wreck San Francisco, wreck New York with illegals. I'm not saying to destroy the cities. I'm just saying it, it, it overwhelm them. Make them feel like El Paso feels. Make them feel like some of these border towns feel right now where these ranchers finding bodies on their, on their land or, or having drug mules come across their land or, or people carrying uh, weapons across their land. How about that? 
just, just, just ridiculous. And here is this little toad, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, yesterday saying that they're actually doing something on the border. It's too little too late, sir. You've already sealed your fate. You're done. Starting tonight, people who arrive at the border without using a lawful pathway will be presumed ineligible for asylum. Why didn't you do this the day after Joe Biden was inaugurated? We are ready to process and swiftly remove people without a legal basis to remain in the U.S. We don't believe you because you're a filthy liar. Do not believe the lies of smugglers. People who do not... He didn't say the word smugglers until this week. This administration has made the drug lords of Mexico wealthier than you could ever imagine. And this week, he just refers to them as smugglers. Use available legal pathways to enter the U.S. now face tougher consequences including a minimum five-year ban on re-entry and potential criminal prosecution. We are prepared for this transition and will enforce our laws. We don't believe you. We have no faith in you whatsoever. Anybody? Does anybody have faith in that little man right there? Nobody has faith in him. This is uh, Ted Cruz on the border yesterday, and, and there were literally, there's some people standing there, like, let him in, let him in, and then this, uh, this sycophantic Democrat uh, 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 reporter decides to go after Ted Cruz, and uh, Ted Cruz decided to get a little, what fur, he's a little off mic here, but I think you'll get it. So, so hold on, I'm going to answer his question. The talking point of the Democrats, which this media reporter happily parrots, is, gosh, the problem can't be fixed. There's one little problem with that, it is an utter and complete lie. In 2020... The last year of the Trump presidency, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. You ask, what have I done? I've championed the men and women of Border Patrol. I've championed securing the border. I've championed Remain in Mexico. And we turned this problem around and solved it. And we went from Joe Biden inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. And the first day in office, he made political decisions to cause this problem. And you should be ashamed of yourself because you're a reporter. And you're not reporting facts. You're telling lies. Joe Biden made a political decision. And everybody knows it. That's why he has a 36% approval rating. That's why he has, and, and I'm, I'm actually grateful, because I was only a kid when Jimmy Carter was the president of the United States, and I remember how bad it was. I remember gas lines. I remember uh, uh, people paying 20% mortgage uh, uh, interest, and, and I remember all of that stuff. And, and for the last 50 years, Jimmy Carter's been considered the worst president in our lifetimes, and thankfully for Jimmy Carter, nobody else. Joe Biden is doing a worse job than him, and everybody knows it. And you can try and say there's nothing happened at the border and all of that nonsense, but everybody gets it. And this is where this stuff really begins to turn around, because it has to. I've got some more audio coming up. People are angry in Chicago. People who probably voted Democrat. People are angry in New York. People who probably voted Democrat. It's really starting to hit the fan with everybody, including Biden voters, 800-922-6680. Bob, you'll be up next. This is The Rob Carson Show. Bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's The Rob Carson Show. I just think it's really funny 
CNN, they fire people, they address, they spend millions and millions of dollars on consultants. They hire a new CEO, they get rid of Jeff Zucker, and uh, for seven years, all of their coverage of Donald Trump is 97% negative. And then the one night they decide to do a town hall with the evil Donald Trump. He gets the best ratings they've had. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so glorious. It's just so spectacular. Unlike our uh, southern border, which is a mess, and it is an affront to you and me, let's go to our friend Bob in Parkville. How you doing, my friend? And a good Friday to you. Hello, Bob. Are you there, my friend? All right, let's go to Buster in Santa Cruz. Buster, my friend, how you, sir? Hey, Rob. What's up? I'll tell you what. Hey. I tell you, hey, first of all, I appreciate your concern. And well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm grabbing my Bible, my bullets, bacon and beans, <laughs> and running for the hills, brother. <laughs> well, I'm not ready to do that, but I, I understand the sentiment. I, I completely understand the sentiment. I want to be like that family in the movie Tremors with the elephant gun. I want to have their house. But uh, we have to fight the battle <laughs> in the meantime. How are things, by the way, in, in uh, Santa Cruz with regard to illegal uh, immigration? Because uh, California, of course, is a sanctuary state. Have you guys been uh, impacted already by this? And, and what do you expect is going to happen? Oh, I, I, I'm... Very concerned, Rob. Uh, I, I can all I can see it trickling up here already. Know. You know, it's kind of like best way I could describe it. And please don't take no offense, you fellow Santa Cruisers, but I personally feel like I'm going from Mexico City. You know, because we've already it's already been saturated. They run this town yeah. to Tijuana. Mm-hmm. You see, you know, I mean, we're going downhill real quick, and I'm already seeing people. I'm realizing that it's not that 450 miles is not that big of a distance. Yeah. Once they cross the border, they're actually hopping on bicycles, packs, sleeping bags, hiking. They're coming up here. We're good. Yeah. We're going to get impacted real soon. And while I got you on the line, I'm sure yeah. you remember. Uh, Scarface with Al Pacino, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, you remember the whole highlight of that is Castro unloaded a bunch of his people, yeah. okay? And they were hitting our shores. They even rioted out here. It was scary, the rioting, and they went nuts. But the point was 25% of those people were hardcore criminals that... Uh, Castro let loose on us, and I yes. believe this is what's going on, Rob. Oh, I, I do too. I do too. And, and we know that uh, Venezuela is emptying its prisons to come across the uh, the border. None of these people are documented. None of them have IDs. None of them have insurance. Uh, none of them. There's no DNA profile for them, and they can do any damn thing they want while they're while they're here. They can do anything they want. They can go in and they can shoplift $1,000 from uh, any place in San Francisco. They can literally, uh, they can get into car accidents without insurance, and you're screwed. You will be completely hosed. Uh, They can injure. They can break into your home. When I was in Washington, D.C., I lived in Washington, D.C. I forgot to tell you this. I had my home broken into. 
Uh, and it was terrifying. I was taking my daughter to daycare. I, uh, the alarm goes off. I run to my home before the police get there, uh, walk in. They had stolen all of my wife's jewelry. They had st- tried to steal a television off the wall, and, and it fell on the guy's face. He left a face print on the TV. And then we find out there were a bunch of illegals. They found them. They got them. They, they had bread sacks full of, gro- uh, full of jewelry from dis- different houses. We got a little bit of ours, and they were uh, arrested, then released, and never showed up again. Never showed up again. There you go. So I speak from experience. Uh, if you think that's rough, you ain't seen nothing yet, and it's time to fight back. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. You're on the go and need news now. No paywalls, no cable subscriptions. Just download the Newsmax app from your smartphone store. It's free. And watch Newsmax TV anytime, anywhere. 